welcome back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yep. I mean, there's still a bunch of news this week. Obviously, it's not recapping D23 like last which, week. Which was awesome, though. Which was like an hour-long episode, almost. So yep. that was fun. Congrats for listening Anyway, hi guys. Welcome to Kingdom Hearts Podcast. I'm Dee. And I'm Helen. And we're here to fill your ears with Kingdom Hearts news and other assorted trash. We're terrible. No. We're pretty great. (laughs) We're better than the other Kingdom Hearts pod- I almost said other Kingdom Hearts podcast. There is no other Kingdom Hearts podcast, therefore we are the best. What's the news? What's in the new, uh, products. This was all stuff that was at Comic-Con, so this is already passed. So if anyone went, you know, you already saw this. And I don't know if this stuff is gonna be sold, I didn't actually look at the links. <laughs> oh my god, baby. Um, but they were selling, uh, Kingdom Hearts Keyblade Keyring set, which, let's see, it had the... Kingdom Key, Way to Dawn, I think that's the Fenrir Keyblade, and for some reason, the Circle of Life Keyblade. There's also, there was also a really cute, um, little, uh, foam keyring set that has Sora, Mickey, and a Golden Kingdom Key. Um, what else, what else? Stuff about the Kingdom Hearts concert album. Um, the website is up, and it's got some track previews on it, and all that. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, I did favor something about ordering the CD, but that was already passed, and by the time you guys hear it, it's gonna be way past the, uh, the deadline to order the KH Orchestra C. So, sorry about that, guys. Hopefully, you got one if you wanted one. Did you get one? No, I didn't. Why didn't you? Because I didn't think about it. Oh. Yeah. Alright, so let's start off with some small news. This is in regards to attraction flow, and this little snippet article came out uh, shortly after we recorded last week. But it's in regards to the attraction flow mechanic, which is different from the flow chain or athletic flow, whatever you want to call it. Um, but Nomura has confirmed that it's still, it is for sure still part of the game, and how the mechanic works, like, you know, teacups or the... The, the Thunder the, Mountain Railroad. The Thunder Mountain, yeah. Or whatever, would, it's gonna depend on what area you're in. And uh, he also said, you know, you're gonna see, like, sort of like a reaction command, I would guess, if I'm reading the phrasing correctly, um, because you'll see the signal for the ability is ready, and it'll be a surprise of finding out what will happen. It's not something you can activate in any area that you want. So it's like, it's like a, it's basically a special area mechanic. It's probably something that might, you, see, you might see it a lot in boss battles. Um, yeah. Specifically, I mean, I think that's where we saw the the attraction flow with the Rock Titan, right? Yeah, we saw it with the Rock Titan. I don't remember where the teacup one was, me or either. if that looked like a boss battle. It didn't really look like a boss battle to me. Um. Okay. Let's Sora's move diva. on. Talk. Yes. Talk more about how Sora is diva. Confirmed. Everyone's storyline is going to be resolved in this last game, but not so. the last game in the series. Don't panic. No, it's the last game in the Xehanort saga. Well, yeah. It's not the last Kingdom Hearts title. Yeah. Which, you know, just don't freak out. There will be more Kingdom Hearts games, but this is the last one with our lovely trio of dorks. Our three trios, you mean? Yeah. Our triple trios. The triple trios. (laughs) And and the evil exes. Um, But there are going to be um, less Disney worlds in this game, but... um, 
just more content in general. We kind of went over that last week a little bit. We have more about the Toy Story world. Um, so yes, Sora is mistaken for a, like a specific character toy when he arrives in the Toy Story world. It's I think it said in one of the in the Famitsu interview that was released and translated this week. Ah, here we go. Um, that it's not shown he in the trailer. Is a toy. Are you done? Yes. Um, it's it wasn't shown in the trailer, but. Rex, the little dinosaur guy, you know, if you don't know Toy Story. Um, and you're a heathen. Rex recognizes him, or thinks he recognizes him, um, as a toy of a game character that's up for sale in the Toy Story world. Um, and in regards to, you know, the designs that they made for Sora Donald and Goofy and everything, um, Nomura said, he just kind of reiterated again that Pixar was very picky, and so were they about what was going to go into the Toy Story world, so there was a lot of back and forth on that, and what we see is a nice compromise reached between um, Square Enix and Pixar, so I'm glad it looks really nice. I'm glad they can <laughs> compromise. Yes, and Nomura said that even Pixar staff themselves were surprised at how close the graphic quality is to their original work. Good. Um, so every world, again, you know, this is just kind of normal stuff, has their own look and feel, but he said it's like designing a whole new game for each world. That's really cool, honestly. And he did, I know there were a lot of questions about Big Hero 6 um, that have, I've seen, you know, cropping up why there wasn't more stuff, um, but he said it was because he wasn't able to because uh, Big Hero 6 was one of the later worlds that... He, he and the KH team decided to include in the game. So any so obviously you know that's not at the it's top not of the, the list same right level now. As some well, no, it's it's world. just yeah, it's just not quite developed yet. It's not at the top of the list. He also talked a little bit about the um, upcoming battle system <clears throat> in the Famitsu interview. Um, it's supposed to be sort of similar to the fragmentary passage or zero point two command style, I guess, um, but he uh, expanded it, basically. There's going to be a lot more commands and just even random option selecting and all that. Oh, will still give fun. you really nice um, flashy combos. He, he, says, he even says, you know, the uh, new command or battle system looks a little difficult, but Nomura wants fans to rest assured that even randomly selecting options can create some very flashy combinations. Um, so, yes, you can key smash your way through this game. Well, you've always been able to key smash your exactly. way through this game, so I'm that's sure how that's I something he wanted games. to keep it in. So, you know, he talked uh, a little more about the Keyblade transformations. Nothing we haven't really um, already gone over, aside from a little more about the guard form, which um, is now officially known as the Guardian form, as in Guardians of Light. Ha <laughs> ha. Guardians of the Galaxy. No! <laughs> oh my god. Um, it could be. It could no, happen. No, it's Probably not going to happen. No, it's not. You're right. Especially if Big Hero 6 was one of the later worlds yeah. decided to be included. Yeah. There's, yeah, I really doubt it. But the guard form, um, you basically use the uh, shield form if, from what I read, you're gonna be attacking with the shield the same way you do with Goofy, and um, that one of the um, finishers that comes with that form is a bunch of punches 
flying down from the sky or something like that. Which I can't, is cool, but, like... But that is specific to the Guardian form. Yeah, I mean, a shield can be used as a weapon if you if you know what you're doing. So it, it implies that Sora knows what he's doing, which is weird. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be, getting you better. know, getting better, so I would hope. Also confirmed, the world where we see uh, young Ericus and Xehanort is a new world. So as some of you might have been thinking, like I was before, I thought it was the Land of Departure. It is not, not the Land of Departure. It's somewhere that we don't know yet. So uh, technically there's a mystery world. It's been revealed, but we don't know what it's called or where it is or anything about it other than that uh, young Xehanort and Ericus are there. Yes, and also in regards to Helen insisting on the want for banter, story-wise, there will be a plentitude of characters, so the story will also be rich. Nomura comments that he can't have ev everyone meet together and throw one-liners at each other, which was to be expected. Yeah, I know. So. I just think it'd be funny, but I can't have everything I want, and I'm still gonna be happy. Yeah. Like I said earlier, um... All the character arcs, I guess, will be settled, um, and Nomura said specifically that this also includes members of the former Organization 13. So... Marluxia closure? Marluxia's dead. But, but, but what if he's not? I mean, maybe. I mean, technically Ayenzo came back. Exactly. We would have figured he's dead. Same with, same with Evan, though. Yeah. Doubt. We'll, we'll have to there, wait Is there less... He's less important to the storyline. Unfortunate. I mean, did we see Evan? We saw Evan. We saw Evan. Yeah. I don't remember. It's Briefly. Well, he, I don't Doesn't care he show up in Dream him. Drop at least once? Even if he doesn't speak? Um, no, he's probably in there. I just don't remember right now. I don't now. care because it's Evan and I don't <laughs> oh, care. I really don't care. Um, Nomura also talked about, um, how his inclusion of zippers in the original designs was just something he thought was aesthetically pleasing. Um, <laughs> oh, Nomura, please. And then people started teasing him about including zippers on everything, and he said, Fuck that, you, oh, I'm the kind zippers. Yeah, I'm the kind of person who, um, you know, if you kind of egg me on to do something like that, I will do it. And he uh, said that for those of you who are going to be going, oh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is delayed, he might just delay it longer. Don't, don't so egg don't me do on. That. He, he does things out of spite. Please don't, don't do don't, that. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but the Quiet interview invitation. did ask um, if they if um, he could give them a percentage of completion for Kingdom Hearts 3, um, and he said it's kind of difficult for him to nail down, like, a straight number of how far percentage-wise they've developed it, but they had a plan of development and a period in which the, the uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 project would be developed, and based upon that, that is why we have the 2018, um, release window right now and also in regards to the delay we went over a little we went over it a little bit last week um about the switch to unreal engine 4 i think it's 4 yeah um it's not just that there were a lot of it sounds like a lot of internal things that were going on um i believe square enix had a few management changes this yes past couple years. He, he mentioned something about that where i don't know if i could find it right now you know, he uh, he talked about that, you know, how that the company's actions are going to be affecting these projects. And, you know, it's not just Kingdom Hearts 3, but all of Square Enix's projects. Yeah, um, he did also talk a little bit about um, including, like, secret bosses and stuff. 
and the uh, oh, interviewer specifically asks if Sephiroth will return. He says, I can't say forgotten. I hope, hint, 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 I can't say for certain. In terms of Sephiroth, do you feel like you want to battle him again? I mean, no. I wouldn't... Well, you've never tried to fight him. I've... I just, I hated battling him in his own game, okay? God damn. Fair enough. But, um, well, I've, I haven't beaten him in the first game. But, but the only, the only, like, secret boss you haven't beaten yet, I believe, you may have beaten him by now, I don't know, was, uh, uh, Lingering Will in, in KH2. Yeah, no, I haven't beaten him. I know how to beat him. He's it's just, just impossible. a pain, because once you break that jump-hit combo... Um, he can go after you real quick. Um, he was also asked how Lee obtained his Keyblade, and, um... Fire. No. It talks, I guess, a little bit about it in the concert. Um, apparently there's a video where a girl is narrating, and it's supposed to be Kyrie writing a letter about her training. And he did say Kingdom Hearts 3 does touch upon that part of the story, but it's not gonna go into the details about what happened in Dream Drop, but basically what it sounds like Nomura said um, in his interview, that it's basically supposed to be conveyed that he was training under Merlin, and as a result of that, he was able to summon his Keyblade. Knowing, uh, knowingly, it, it's, it's it was probably an accident. Yeah. It was probably a big I mean, fucking accident. Yeah. Um, he did also get asked, actually, about a cinematic movie for Kingdom Hearts. Please. Like, with Advent Children and Kingsglaive. Please. Um, and he has, he said, you know, nothing's been thought about. Please. But it's entirely possible, considering they have 15 years of, uh, game history. Please. But he said it's difficult to put, you know, Kingdom Hearts is a very complex storyline, and it would be understandably difficult to put that into a condensed, near, uh, condensed, um, form of media. But still, please. Yes, please. I would love that. I mean, I fucking love Advent Children, and I know that'll piss some people off, but I, I like I, Advent I genuinely Children. love Advent Children. I don't love it, but I think it's a good game. Yeah, you mean movie? Or movie, yeah. But also, Whatever. on that note, I also think Crisis Core is possibly one of the best games in Final Fantasy, so there you go. That well, shows you how good I never, my opinion is. I never played Crisis Core. I like Crisis Core. It makes me... Sad every well, time Zach showed up in in. I was gonna say, is Crisis Core the one with Vincent, or is Crisis Core Crisis the one? Core is the one with Zach and Genesis? And, okay, um, and it makes me very What's sad. What's the it's... one with Vincent? I don't remember. Oh fuck! I, I, I don't remember actually. Oh, I feel whatever. like he's. I feel like he's Final Fantasy six. No, Vincent's in seven. seven? He's in yeah, Advent he Children. You Advent. stupid. I am stupid. But yeah, no, it's um no. Crisis Core is all about Zack Fair and Genesis and Sephiroth, and it's basically the backstory that sets the scene for where Cloud is and why. Ah. Um, and it's very very good, and okay. it makes me very very sad. Play it. <laughs> or at least you know go watch the cutscenes and stuff online for. Yeah. Purposes. Oh, um, a couple other things I forgot to go over in the products. It, it is official. Kingdom Hearts will be getting what looks like a very cute line of Funkos. Oh my god, that I'm Axel very adorable. excited. His face They're better be so nice. so cute. You can see the picture I'm looking at. You can see everyone in the, in the, um, seats cheering. Uh, let's see. We Axel's have... doesn't look terrible. That's a well, first. Well, the picture's not great, but... True. Let me read off what we have. We have a Chippendale, which are look like they're supposed to be one Funko. Mickey in his uh, looks like KH2 outfit. 
Donald Goofy, KH2 Sora, Pete, a soldier heartless, a large body heartless, Black Coat Mickey, Roxas, Axel, Black Coat Riku, Casual Roxas, um, KH2 Outfit Riku with the Way to Dawn, um, School Outfit Kyrie, um, Halloween Town forms of Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and Tron forms of Sora, Donald, and Goofy. I don't know if that's all of them, but it looks like it might be. I hope Axel's face is not <coughs> terrible. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who use Line, I personally don't. Um, but there's a Kingdom Hearts theme that is now available for line, uh, costs about $2.99, and I've seen a couple screenshots of it, it looks super cute, uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, is that all the anything news for this else? week? Uh, let me double check. I know Nomura said something, he cleared up, you know, the, uh, we talked a little bit about Kingdom Hearts being released on other consoles. He said, um, in regards to releasing on the Switch, he said that, you know, in regard to releases on other hardware, once we have released KH3 for the aforementioned console, PS4 and Xbox One, then we may consider it. So, there are no plans for a Nintendo Switch release currently, but it would be cool. Would be very cool. He, uh, he said, I think the we may consider it got misinterpreted and became there's chances for a release. Regarding other hardware, it's not just restricted it's not restricted to just the Nintendo Switch, so... That could mean a lot. And he also said it's, uh, it also sounds like there was a misinterpretation for, uh, a, in regards to the Xbox One release of the HD remasters of um, 1.5, 2.5. He clarifies that he was asked if Xbox One versions of the remasters would come out, and like before, I answered that the utmost priority was to release them first on the consoles that we had already announced them for, so PS3 and PS4. Now that the Xbox... One X has been announced, also considering that if we were to make it, it would release after KH3's release on the Xbox One. It would be way too late and difficult to release in terms of timing. So, so that's another we'll see. Yeah, it seems like, you know, releasing these games on other consoles right now is sort of a wait and see. Um, it only sounds like for Xbox consoles, Kingdom Hearts 3 is the only game so far that's going to be, be Which is released on still the good list. though let me see am i missing anything i don't think so um and talked a little bit about the toy story world he confirmed that the toy story world is taking place after the second movie and Before. that jesse and bullseye are going to um show up they asked so then where are the characters that made their debut in the second film like jesse and bullseye and Nomura says, as well as Jesse and Bullseye, there will also be other characters that didn't appear in the trailer. It was explained a little in the cutscene, but Andy, but when Andy went missing, so did some of the other toys. So I'm assuming, you know, Jesse and Bullseye might be among the toys that went missing. I think that's good. I think we should move yep. on because we're at like 20 minutes. Now. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're at 20 minutes. I totally didn't even this realize. Is the world bag. Where's the character bag? I don't know. Uh, is this the character bag? Yes, it is. All right. Well, since the news didn't take, you know, the entire fucking episode this week, <laughs> we're back to your regularly... <laughs> regularly scheduled content. I'm gonna push you off your that... regularly scheduled content. <laughs> so, we'll be doing character analysis first, as per usual. Um, I'm debating if I want to do world analysis, but we probably will. We'll see. Draw from the bag. Axel! Oh, boy. We're not doing a world analysis. This is going to take forever. 
Yeah, it probably will. So, Axel. Oh my god. Our boy Axel. Let's boy start with Axel. the hot or not and just get it out of the way. He's like a flaming cheeto. He's so hot. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, he's, so hot. he's definitely a solid 10. I, I like him. He's I like hot. him. Even if his hair is stupid and, and looks his... like it could stab someone in the eyeball. They have gang tattoos. Oh my god. <laughs> they they're are... not they're not teardrops, they're not gang tattoos. They could still be gang tattoos. He it's clown be... makeup. I don't care. It's clown makeup. So are you calling him a flaming hot clown? I have never not called him a clown. What if it is gang makeup and he's an ICP? Oh my god. <laughs> this just in Axel's a juggalo. <laughs> not a gigolo, but a juggalo. Oh this God. is a mature podcast, and I'm allowed to make that joke. Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> Axel's a self-serving asshole? Yes, we get that right off the bat in Chain of Memories. He <laughs> is dick. a douchebag. He's a dick. You know, He's my favorite, but he's still a dick. He's your favorite dick. This, <laughs> 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 this dick. Yes, he's my favorite dick. I like I'm not. Fuck. I caught myself. It's okay. We're fine. You like long, tall dicks? Oh my god. I didn't say that. He's a nice, tall, hot drink? No. Yes, he That's is. not the phrase. I don't care. The phrase is a tall glass of water. Uh, yeah, a tall glass of water. Yeah, but is anything about him watery? No. Demix is a tall glass of water. Demix is like a head and a half shorter than Axel. Not really. Yeah, I'm pretty is. sure their renders are about the same height. Let's be real. He slouches. That makes him look shorter. Well, if we had more time, I would go on Minty's blog and look for the height chart that they have. Thanks, Minty. But I'm not gonna look for it right now, but I'm 90% sure Axel and Demix are fairly close in height. Yeah, probably. Axel just looks taller because he's always next to Roxas and Shion. And he's also scrawny. Like, boy, yes. he can't keep any weight on himself. Yep. And you, did you separate Axel and Lee out? Yeah, or? I'm pretty sure you I did. did. Okay. So this is strictly strictly Axel. Axel. Um, Black coat, tattoos, Axel. Best Axel. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Axel's a little bit of a self-serving dickbag. We learned that in his first appearance in Chain of Memories. He, all, all he does is be a douche. Be a douche to Sora. And, you know, obviously at first we're assuming that he is a bad guy. And, you know, he is. essentially is throughout all of Chain of Memories, especially in Sora's side of the story. But he's also screwing up all of Marluxia and Larxene's plans. Yeah, and when we do get to that point where Sora realizes what Axel is, or sort of realizes what Axel is trying to Sora do. Sora doesn't realize much, but... Yeah, um, it's still, we're still not sure what his motivation is. It's like, okay, you're helping us, I think. And it kind of turns out that Axel's motivation is, is himself. Well, yeah, it is himself at first, but at that point, Roxas is already in the organization, and now right. we're gonna move into talking about days a little bit. We see this complete other side, well, a different yeah, side, a different of, side Axel. of Axel, um, who's, you know, sort of a little bit more... I don't know that I'd say caring. A little nicer. He's, he's yeah, he's douche. just generally a little nicer. Um, he's still kind of a dick to Roxas. I mean, see, but the thing he's about just it a is, dick to everyone. <laughs> the thing about it is that through both of those games, we're constantly told over and over again that nobodies don't have feelings and they don't have hearts and they can't have emotion. 
even though that's a pretty blatant lie on Xehanort's part. Well, yeah, that was the whole point. Yeah, he I know that's the whole. I know that's the whole point. But you know, you kind of see um, in days, you kind of see Axel struggling with that. He's like, "Shit, was that an emotion? Shit." Well, it, but he's not struggling with it in regards to himself. He's struggling with it in regards to Roxas. Yeah. He's like, oh, are you so sure you don't have a heart? Almost sounds like you've got a feeling there, buddy. <laughs> I don't have feelings. I'm lying to myself and I'm dead inside. <laughs> oh, God, I'm, dead inside. I'm dead inside. I'm dead inside. And then Axel just, Axel just has issues. He has a lot of history with Syx obviously. Yeah, and you especially see that history. in days, and it's very, yeah, it's very bad history. He's like, oh, I don't know how to describe it. It's, he was a It's dick. like a bad breakup. It is. Not saying that, you know, not making any shippy assumptions here, even though we are gross and shippers, but, but it's really obvious that whatever their relationship was, it was ended ruined. very badly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shortly after um, the organization. Because even, you know, Roxas joined very... He hadn't been there that long. And you can already tell the few times that Sykes confronts Axel that they are already on... They were already on very icy terms. Yeah, they, they did not get along pretty much that whole game. But it gets worse as the game progresses. Yeah. Um, and it you actually know, visibly gets worse yeah and that definitely you know i would contribute to axel's relationship with roxas and shion because syx is a jealous bitch well yeah a little little bit bit. (laughs) just just a little bit i love syx disclaimer yeah but you know he we do see him grow um when he shows up in kingdom hearts 2 and at first you know he you think he's still a douchebag who's trying to bring roxas back but when roxas remembers their friendship he stops when he's trying to attack him. And he's like, oh, you remember? Oh, thank God. And, and he, you know, he does his little test, what's our boss's name? And Roxas doesn't remember, and he's like, oh, well, damn, now I do have to take you out. I didn't want to do this. blah 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 And he talks about how he got stuck with the Icky Orders, again. Yeah, because it does kind of seem like he does kind of get stuck with Icky Orders. Well, yeah, I mean, he got stuck with the order to take out Vex, and he got stuck with the order to take out and bring back Shion, and then he got stuck with order to bring back his best friend. Right. And he's, he doesn't like doing that. I mean, uh, personally, I would have taken great pleasure in killing Vexen, but that's just me. I don't know how Axel felt about that, but probably pretty good. Yeah. Because Vexen's slimy. He is. He's really slimy. Disgusting. Um... But yeah, uh, moving on, um, Kingdom Hearts 2 Axel, he, he's trying to find Roxas. That is his, yeah. I think, his entire motivation. And the more we see of him in Kingdom Hearts 2, the more we see that sort of same side that is shown in 358. He's trying to do this right thing because he's trying to help Sora on the chance that he will be able to see Roxas again. So, you know, it's still sort of self-serving. He's trying to help himself in the end. But he's but got, he's still, you know, doing something decent. Yeah, he's through being his a actions. decent person unintentionally almost. Yeah. And then at the very end, you know, when he does his huge attack and fucking kills himself basically. Oh, sad. God. First time I watched that scene, I cried. And then you had to wait years to find out that, no, he lived. 
because that's getting back into talking about Lee. But Axel, Axel starts out as everything that is angry and sad and bitter that Lee ever had. And he kind of slowly lets go of a lot of the anger and the sad and the bitter in 358, and then it comes back. It's, it's He comes back because he... Basically because he lost his two best friends. He lost Roxas and Shion. And he doesn't remember Shion, so he basically is just thinking that he lost Roxas. And that's bad enough. That's his entire story of Kingdom Hearts 2. Hooray. Yeah, pretty much. And just, poor Axel. Yeah. I love Axel. I know. I love him too. Axel's a good boy. Well, he's but not, but... I really hope we get to see him as Lee more in Kingdom Hearts 3. I really want to see him... St- Screwing around with a keyblade. I want to see him throwing a keyblade because he doesn't know how to use anything other than chakrams and he is always throwing those around like a damn fool. I mean, he could have really cool ranged, like, you know, there's a couple keyblade moves where you throw it, but like, I feel like he would overuse the fuck out of those. Oh, yeah, probably. We'll we'll see. I don't even know if Kyrie is gonna be, um, Part, uh, a party member or anything. Which would be cool, point. though. It would be cool, but it kind of doesn't sound like it, but I guess we'll but see. But the games have kind of given Kyrie the shaft for a long time, so... That's true. Yeah. Well, oh gosh. We're running kind of long. I'm kind of tired, and... Why don't we just end on the character analysis yeah. and talk about Axel a little bit more? Um, what else did you want to talk about? His tattoos are stupid. Well, Yeah. But he still... also looks emaciated and has very pointy elbows, so what? <laughs> That's mostly bad polygon. No, the pointy well, elbows are there in every game. I know, he's just... I just want you guys to picture him... Pointy leaning... elbow. No, no, I just want you guys to picture him leaning on Syx's shoulder and Syx just sitting there and trying not to scream because Ow. there's a pointy elbow digging into the side of his shoulder and it would be really good burning. at dancing to that song like a cholo oh my god <laughs> oh. oh my god and elbowing Ow. everyone in the face Ow. oh my god don't do me like this for those of you who don't know the song go look it up it's what they played at all my high school dances. Oh my god. At least once. Well, only once, but, you know, whatever. Are we done talking about Axel the Juggalo? <laughs> Are we Axel gonna end? the ICP reject. Axel the ICP reject. <laughs> Honestly, though, I mean, because, hey, Homestuck fans out there, what do the chakrams remind you of? Nothing. Timetables, you idiot. Oh my, no. Yeah, they they do. He holds them, like, the same, almost. No, he doesn't. He can. He holds them in his hands like a normal person. Dave can do that. He doesn't float them and Dave can hold them if he wants to. Jesus fucking Christ. This is not the Homestuck Appreciation Podcast. I never said I was appreciating it. Oh. 
My God. I just want you to think about that for a minute and then put a pair of shades on it. Hey, Axel. bye. I'm leaving. Just just put a pair of shades I'm on it. Think about it for two seconds. Let me leave. Alternatively, spike Dave, Dave's hair up and call him a spicy I'm boy. leaving. <laughs> all right, I'm now, in, in all seriousness, though. Um, this is the end of the podcast. This is the end of the podcast. And thank um, you guys so much for listening. Yes. Oh, as I sit back down <laughs> to our housekeeping bits at the end. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. I think that's it. I still haven't made that Gmail. Whoops. Well, um, but you guys maybe we can should get... get around to that. Yeah, I mean, people don't really get in touch with us. <laughs> anyway, hit us up on social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Um, on Facebook and Tumblr, we are under Kingdom Hurts Podcast. On Twitter, we are under Kingdom Hurts PC because Kingdom Hurts Podcast and Kingdom Hurts Cast were too long for the username. Um, Which is just rude. Yes, we're also on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, I'm going to possibly look into getting us on Spotify. Um, but yeah, tell your friends, leave us a review, retweet, reblog, and share our stuff. It really, really helps, especially the leaving us a review on iTunes part if you can. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's it for this week. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a great uh, next of your week. Before next you... of your <laughs> week. Next of, next of your week. Have next a good week. rest of your week, guys. <laughs> That's the end of this stupidness Goodbye. for this week. Goodbye. Goodbye.